You're listening to SpecScript. Today's episode, Care Bears by D. Martin Austin. I think you'll find this quite bearable. Hey everybody, it's Chris. How you doing? And thank you for listening to SpecScript. Alright, here's some of the news. This episode is fun because it's part one of our three mega episode extravaganza from the Ha Ha Harvest Festival. It's a full episode of Care Bears written by D. Martin Austin, and you probably already know that. You know what you don't know, though, is news. Uh, let's see. We uh, got some news on Saturday, March 21st. We'll be in Grass Valley for the NorCal Fringe Festival. Alyssa Westerlund is writing MacGyver. Ooh, she's going to use a bunch of cool tools for that. And we just have a bunch of cool artists from this really cool Fringe Festival. It's our first Fringe, baby. Lydia and I will be down there. It's right near Sacramento, so, you know, come on up. Let's see what else. Oh, Bird City Comedy Festival. We're going to be on the Saturday. We're going to be on Saturday at noon, I think, March 28th, down in Phoenix, Arizona, at noon for two episodes. We have we have Mary Upchurch and Zach Lyman right in an episode of Deadwood, because the, the Old West. And Sarah Kennedy, Spectrum fave, is also writing an episode of You. Let's see, after that, uh, in May, we'll be at a, uh, Oak City Comedy Festival. And yeah, all that jazz. You know, a lot of fun stuff coming up, as per usual. And as per usual, remember to like us on all the social media platforms. Please subscribe to our Patreon. You get early access. You can get the other two episodes of this triple extravaganza of cartoons right now. And you can get some episodes that are never going to be released and whatnot and all that jazz. Thank you to Allison, uh, Juliet, Gary, and Jonathan for your wonderful support. And hopefully more of you will give us some bucks. So thank you, and now into Care Bears. at the Ha Ha Harvest Comedy Festival. You know what? This is awesome. I'm so excited. I'm not stressed out and claustrophobic at all. And hi, I'm one of your hosts, Chris Hotomy. And you know what I want to do? I want to get you to know the other hosts of this show because this is the first time since officially it's been officialized that all four of the producers and hosts of Specstrip are in one room together. So if you want to assassinate Specstrip, now's the time, baby! Assassinate! 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 So, a lot of comedy shows, I'll bring you up in just a second. A lot of comedy shows, a lot of comedy shows, in fact, most and the good ones uh, uh, particularly, do not want you to chant. This show wants you to chant. So, what do we do? We like to chant. We like to chant. We like to chant. All right, you're good. All right, everybody, give a big round of applause for your three other hosts and producers of SpecScript. We got Shane Hosey, Lydia Manning, 
Oh. He started that slow clap. I just wanted everyone to know that. Like, no! Yo, he did, yeah. Don't take away the artifice of art. Uh, also, that chant sucked. Yeah, like, we like chanting cadence, is better. We like chants. Or like, it's we like, like chanting. I, it sounded like there's a rapper named Two Chants. <laughs> <laughs> That's your rapper yeah, name. Well, yeah, well, because, you know, I messed up once, and I got one other chance, and I'm going to fuck that up. Uh <laughs> Oh my God, we have such a fun episode today. Uh, uh, you know, we are doing, so in, who here has been to a spec script before? Can and I ask them another question? Ask them another question. <laughs> who here hasn't been to a spec script before? I got more cheers than you. Hey, all right, that's the laws. your show now, bye. Uh, so glad we're not doing wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, surprise. Uh, we're still in oh, character. God. Uh, so Specscript is a uh, live show where, a live podcast where a cool person writes an episode of a TV show they have never seen, and then other cool people read it aloud on stage. Mama Mia, that's so cool. Uh, we Mama are here Mia, that's so cool. every second Sunday at Kelly's Olympian, uh, and I want to ask a question. Shane, what makes this Specscript different than all other Specscripts? There's fucking three of them. Oh my it's, god! Like and and, uh, and like we've done three before. We've done like uh, anthology shows, mm-hmm. like your 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 Black Mirrors, your Twilight Zone. But like this is the first time we've had like three full scripts and three full casts, and I still don't know why. <laughs> Cause I'm twisted, baby. I'm the Joker of Portland comedy. Ugh, I wish that weren't true. Want to know how I got this cast? Uh, you just you, message them and ask them politely. Yeah, they, some of them asked to be on, even. Can, uh, you, can you say which scripts are which? Oh, yeah, well, so we're doing three classic cartoon shows. We are doing... Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> Care Bears. <laughs> Thundercats. <laughs> All right, so each one is written by an amazing, angelic person, and each one has its own separate cast, which is, ooh, so fun. Thanks to you by the Ha Ha Harvest Comedy Festival. Give it up for that cool event. All right, all right. So who's ready to dive into some spec script, baby? Who's ready to dive? <laughs> all right, say it with who's me. Who's never dived before? Right. <laughs> when I start the S respects, so say it with me. Who's ready for some spec script? Yeah, baby! All right, so our first episode is written by Portland Comedy Supernova, D. Martin Austin. Give it up for them! Yeah, just get on stage, baby! Uh, you get your... Yep, yeah. Anyway... Pick of the chance. All right. And we got an amazing cast that's coming on stage, and they're going to come on stage right now. Everybody give it up for this amazing cast of super cool comics from around America. Give it up as they come on stage. Care Bears cast. Care Bears cast. Care Bears cast. All right, so... We're going to do a fun thing that we do for every show because you beautiful people in the Portland audience, you can see who these people are. But our listeners at home, our zillions and zillions of listeners at home on the podcast, they don't know who these people are. So what they're going to do is they're going to tell you their name, the character that they are playing, and then, uh, then uh, well, because it's Care Bears, they're going to say their favorite bear. Uh, your favorite bear. So pick your favorite bear. All right. So, hi, I'm Chris Hotomy. I am not in this episode. Uh, and my favorite, my favorite bear is uh, the Kodiak bear. It's a big boy. Uh, 
We stand a big legend. Uh, so that's A-okay with me, baby. Now, go on to Andy. I wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> this episode is great. <laughs> so Andy, I have never been this excited for an episode ever. So, so Andy, what we're doing is you're saying your name, the character you're playing, and your favorite bear. Oh, that's the name of the character. Yeah, and then your favorite bear character. Right, oh, my fr- favorite bear character? <laughs> I'm Andy Wanzio. I will be playing the narrator. My favorite bear is etc. Bear. Um, my name is Ron Lynch, and I'm playing No Heart. <laughs> Um, and my favorite bear is what? Uh, I heard polar, but I'm not picking that. Um, I kind of I like the grizzly bear. I'm sorry I'm going there, but just grizzly. Uh, my name is Olivia Searcy, and I'm playing Professor Coldheart. Um, and I think my favorite bear is Secret. Hi. Hi, I'm Janae Burris. Wait, we're doing name and... I got lost that fast. All right. I'm playing Daydream. My favorite bear is... um, Gummy. Thank you. How'd you know that? That's crazy. Uh, My name's Heidi Brander. I'm playing Friend. I didn't know that. Check this shit out. Uh, my favorite bear is like, I guess, uh, Berenstain. I'm Canadian. Uh, hi, my name is Dominic Angel. I'm playing Tender Heart. Ooh. And uh, my favorite bear is the family of Charmin bears. Valid. Yeah. Valid choice. They voted for Trump, you know. Invalid choice. Charmin. Will someone grab my balloon, please? <laughs> He's got a slingshot. <laughs> uh, my name is Mitch Mitchell. Uh, my favorite bear uh, is one uh, at the stag. His name is Kirk. <laughs> M- my name is D. Martin Austin. I will be playing both Grumpy and Cheer. And I no longer have a favorite bear because he started seeing you, apparently. My name is Kat Buckley. I'm being upstaged by a balloon. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm playing Wish, and my favorite bear is the teddy bear my grandma made me when I was a baby. Got heart, fuck (laughs) y'all. Uh, my name is Mary Jane French. I'll be playing Secret. And my favorite bear is a stuffed animal that I stole from my sister when I was little named Gear Bear. Uh, yeah. Woo! Give it up for your cast, everyone! And now let's start D. Martin Austin's episode of Care Bears. D, if it, uh, there isn't an episode name here, what would you call this episode if you had a chance? Um, trouble on the Train. <laughs> Fantastic. 
Act one, scene one. Welcome to Carolot, the trendiest city in the kingdom of Cairn. Most residents of Carolot believe theirs to be the kindest, most progressive city in all the land. And perhaps they're right, but that doesn't change the fact that the kingdom was founded on colonialism. <laughs> and exploitation of the labor class. And systemic racist fuckery. And the city of Carolot has no exception. <laughs> One of Carolot's greatest achievement is their extensive public transit system, known as the Love Train. <laughs> Which is where our story begins when a group of friends who lovingly call themselves the Care Bears board the train to reach a destination irre irrelevant to this episode. <laughs> The Care Bears are a stylish entourage of queer street youth. All of them... <laughs> All of them rock crop tops, belly shirts, or sports bras to show off the belly tattoos they got to cement their breed. <laughs> got to cement their bond. I apologize. That was all in this. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, OMG, that rave was totes tits. <laughs> this is Daydream, and she means well. I decorated my navel with a heart-shaped planet surrounded by rings and stars. When you align your heart chakra with the heart of the planet, you realize all matter is like literally made of love. And the rings are like our lives revolving around each other, and stars are like totes tits. <laughs> And if you align your butthole chakra with the assholes of the world, you realize everyone's full of shit. <laughs> this is Grumpy. Grumpy's life will soon be changed. <laughs> I got a tattoo of a rain cloud with hearts dropping from it because love is just a flood of neurochemicals and once the honeymoon ends, it all falls apart. Admittedly, Daydream's woo can be a little bit extra, but she's not hurting anyone. This is tender heart. My tattoo is a red heart outlined by a pink heart because it's best to cultivate self-love and then radiate that love to others, especially people who haven't yet developed love for themselves. Moral being, all hand shops should be reciprocal. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> really fun shine. I got a tattoo of a smiling sun because I was on Molly. Thought it would be a hoot, and of course, as usual, I was totally right. This shit's hilarious. Am I right? 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 That's just funshine. Let him do what he do. My name is Friend, and my tattoo is intertwined sunflowers because friends share each other's joys and support each other when times are hard. And my name's Secret. My friends helped me find my voice. My tattoo is a heart-shaped padlock in remembrance of how I felt imprisoned by my insecurities and the judgments of others before reconciling my gender. <laughs> If you really think about it, 
the vibrations we perceive as nothingness are like a million, billion, tiny, invisible hands that hold us all together. Uh, Daydream, have you ever thought what life might be like without shrooms? <laughs> Not cool, Grumpy. You have no right to tell Daydream how to live her life. Just because you might not understand it doesn't make it wrong. The bitch is tripping, like literally and figuratively. <laughs> and, and you're being an asshole for no reason, Grumpy. I keep saying maybe you should try psychedelics. They might loosen up that death grip you have on control and appearances. <laughs> Damn, Tenderheart. <laughs> You know what? I, I'm sorry. I, I, I've just been going through some shit lately, and I'm, I'm bad about projecting my frustrations and insecurities onto others. Damn, Tenderheart, how do you do that? What can I say? If you pay attention, you can learn a lot about a person without them even knowing. <laughs> but back to you, Grumpy. What's going on? Well, I've been thinking a lot about gender recently, and I've never felt quite manly or whatever. I'm, I'm not even sure what that means, but I, I don't necessarily feel like a woman either or even know what that means. It's just confusing. I don't know what to do about it. Maybe you don't need to do anything about it. Maybe you could just make an appointment at the free clinic. And maybe you could open up and talk to your friends, the people who care most about you. Or maybe... You could keep being a big, angry man caught up in your fragile man feels. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just fucking with you. I'm just kidding, man. Seriously, though, you should probably do all that healthy processing shit with friend and tender heart, as suggested. Uh, and also smoke a fat blunt. I mean, <laughs> when's the last time you lit up a fatty, grumpy? My mouth tastes like cotton candy, and I'm Totally. Whoa. <laughs> I think what Daydream is trying to say is not everyone feels like a man or a woman, masculine or feminine. You should do whatever makes you feel happiest. Oh, give me a break. And who are you? The name's Professor Coldheart. I'm a lecturer on gender studies at a prestigious college. <laughs> <laughs> what college? Sorry, sir. I'm not about to get harassed by a bunch of petty socialists. Excuse me, but I'm a woman. And who said anything about socialism? To answer your questions, you are not a woman. I am a woman, or as your generation would say, a cisgendered, biologically female woman. And all you immature little leftists are the same. Rear, turf alert, turf alert. <laughs> Co-opting struggles and movements to see who can be the biggest victim. First of all, bitch, secret womanhood isn't up for discussion. Secondly, you're a cisgender woman and a venomous woman-hating bitch. I'm a lesbian, little girl. I love women and refuse to let a generation of weak-willed men take our identity away from us. I couldn't even do that if I wanted to. <laughs> so what you're saying is when you were born, some stranger looked at your crotch, declared you a girl, and that's all the identity you ever developed. That's really sad. Maybe you should take up a hobby. I honestly just don't understand why you care. Of course you don't, because you aren't a woman. So you have no idea what life is like for us. Like, did you taste the lights? Toast, totes baller. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tenderheart isn't a woman, but I am. And I wasn't just declared a girl. I was... It was more of a suspicion that I had to ignore until I couldn't because the alternative brought me so little joy that I avoided speaking to anyone. Then you should have gotten psychiatric care. I did, several times. 
And finally, a psychiatrist told me there was nothing wrong with me and that anyone would feel depressed and insecure if they felt that they were being forced to live a lie. So I stopped lying to myself, my friends, my family. I stopped lying to everyone by just remaining silent. I started speaking the, the truth, my truth. And also, bitch, fuck you! <laughs> you, have, you have to forgive, friend. Her and Secret have been close for years, and she's very protective. Miss me with that Dr. Phil shit. I don't need her forgiveness for shit. Not until I smack the fuck out of her transphobic ass. Leftists. Always so quick to resort to violence the moment someone offers a dissenting opinion. Now, now, children. Let us not feed the troll lest she follow us home. (laughs) (laughs) And you should be most ashamed, traitor. Excuse me. Do you know how hard my generation fought for women's rights and a butch lesbian's right to walk through this world without harassment or being accused of being a man? And now, your generation is just throwing it all away? Our generation fights for all women's rights, including secrets. He's not a woman. Swear to God, I'm going to smack the shit out of this bitch. (laughs) I still don't see how I'm a traitor, ho. You don't have to dress like this or ruin your body or inject yourself with drugs. You could just be a lesbian. I know. I would slay as a lesbian. And matter of fact, you wouldn't believe how much pussy I was smashing when I thought I was a lesbian and my titties were to die for. (laughs) Have I shown you pictures of my former titties? They're medical waste now. Anyway, they were marvelous. They were like, buy me a drink tits, but then you'd buy me a drink and I'd knock it over. But that back pain, man, that was something. Am I right, am I right, am I right? Then why give them up? Because all the extra weight was just holding me down. Knockers are great on other folks. Shit, I'll suck a titty for days. Like little baby toes nipples, you know? They just didn't feel right on me. Plus, a lot more dudes are asking me to peg them now, and I'm literally fucking the patriarchy in the ass. And that is worth a thousand pairs of perfect titties. Now, now, my friends are a bit crude, but what I think they're really saying is that we're all just trying to be our best and happiest selves. And as long as we aren't hurting anybody, it's nobody else's business. But being a man or woman means something. I agree. But it actually means a lot of things to a lot of different people. And it always has. A woman being a professor or a lesbian or voluntarily single wasn't always accepted and it still isn't. (laughs) But brave women fought to change that. And now another generation of brave women are fighting for the women who got left behind. Like our sweet friend Secret. And what about your angry friend here? The name's Grumpy. (laughs) I guess they're going to have to work that out for themselves. That isn't even proper grammar? Who gives a fuck? Proper grammar is a construct made up to defend white supremacy. If you're defending people that choose between whatever is currently considered proper grammar or people's ability to live as their most authentic selves, only a heartless monster is going to choose the former. And with that... Professor Coldheart turns around and sinks into her seat. I still want to kind of want to smack the shit out of her, okay? <laughs> Act two, scene two. 
A few months later, our brave and caring friends once again board the love train to yet another inconsequential destination. <laughs> nice dye job, Grumpy. I love the new look. Thanks! I've actually decided to start going by Cheer. I think the name and the pink hair suits me a lot better than the blue hair and dead name. I also love the cover-up. I like that you transformed the old rain cloud into a rainbow. Hella gay fan, and I'm totally here for it. Thanks, friends. Y'all the best. I still can't believe how much happier you've been. You're practically glowing. <laughs> Thank you. I still have ways to go. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm really happy. I really am. But it, it still sucks being flagged as male all the time. I bet. It sucks that so many people suck. I think you're wonderful just the way you are. And if you don't be patient and give yourself more time... Or, and if you don't, be patient and give yourself more time. I can't imagine how hard it must be for you, but as long as you're working towards what you want, you're gradually becoming whoever you need to be. Listen, Cheer, I've been through this, and it's tough. Um, but one of my main suggestions for you uh, is what you really need is to buy me more weed. <laughs> uh, and why is, why is that? I have a problem, and I'm amazing. <laughs> I happen to believe fish are the people of the sea. <laughs> Everyone pauses for a moment as if to contemplate that statement. Uh, look at these mutants. I don't even know why we still take this train. <laughs> right? Hardly seems worth the hassle. You probably ride the train because you don't have what it takes to make real money and acquire wealth. Like a car or a house, bro. Sir, you're on the same bus as us slash train. <laughs> you dumbass. Yeah, well, at least I'm not out here acting like a victim. What are you even talking about? I bet rainbows sound like Electricity. <laughs> what the hell is she talking about? No, no one knows, but it still makes more sense than the bullshit flying out of your mouth. Bro, hey, why are you wearing a skirt? <laughs> <laughs> Where's my knife? Huh? <laughs> all right, all right, calm down, everyone. He's just blowing off steam. Yeah, steam of boiled ignorance. Dude, I feel sorry for you, bro. If my friends tried to steal my manhood away from me, I'd go ballistic. Is this what you call manhood? Uh, yeah, you wouldn't understand. You see, you see, women's brains are, can't comprehend things like strength and power. That's, that's why they're so easily confused when you shout at them from across the street. Or... Or, or send them a dick pic. I mean, dude, this one time I messaged a girl, hey, and she didn't even message me back. I bet her little girl brain couldn't read. You know, you know, I'm usually opposed to friends pushed towards violence, but this guy's really winning me over. Yep, I don't always think you should protect your most vulnerable friends with violence, but when the energy's right... Ah, uh, you girls can't fight me. 
my cousin's best friend was an MMA fighter. That's a, that's a double MA fighter, if you don't know. And he tried to pin me down this one time. I'm actually invested in this part of the story. And he really thought he had me, but then I started beating the back of my head against his knuckles. I'm <laughs> on board again. And he was like, dude, you fucking crazy? And he never sparred with me again. <laughs> dude, you're fucking crazy. And I've been on acid for like, like the last six months. <laughs> actually, it's called Dosing and studies have shown it can be beneficial for your mental and emotional health. Yeah, honestly, I just take a shit ton of acid, but but this dude's off the fucking chain. Oh, I see. You're all a bunch of man-hating hippies. I'm not even sure he's talking to us at this point. Yeah, I'm getting pretty lost. Oh, that's how it always goes, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, liberals get pushed against the ropes, and all of a sudden, they can't understand the argument. What argument? Uh, the one about you being a bitch. Burn. <laughs> all right, no heart over here just gave himself a high five. I'm out. <laughs> That's right. You better run away, little girl. What's your end game, bro? What? Uh, I'm just pushing back against your communist war of men. The fuck does that even mean? Seriously, dude's just throwing words together at this point. Uh, yeah, that's how sentences are made. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying... All I'm saying is I'm sick and tired of all you gays and cross-dressers running around telling people what words we can and can't use and making little kids cut their dicks off. Uh, come on, you're fucking disgusting. Yo... <laughs> You seen a kid cut their dick off? That's fucked Well, no, up, I haven't man. actually seen it, no. That's wild. Was that on Live Leak? What was it? Man, because you can miss me with that bullshit, man. That's the funniest shit I've heard all day, and I'm <coughs> hilarious. I can only imagine how difficult it must be to go through life with such a fragile identity that the only way you can feel in control is by clinging to a crumbling paradigm, which itself was invented by frightened little weak men like yourself who, on, who only had brute strength to rely on to keep people too afraid to topple their house of cards. Hey, power's the way of the world, bro. Yeah, perhaps, but physical strength is limited by its very nature. Those who can learn, feel, and reason will always retain greater power because we're able to communicate and connect with each other, allowing ourselves the ability to ally with diverse populations and even teach folks like you how to adapt to an ever-changing world. But you're all snowflakes! <laughs> Ten <laughs> no heart's body swelled up, his octagon shaped with axe. You're making that body up. That's not what it says. <laughs> <laughs> And just like that, no heart's head exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, tender heart, that was cold blooded. Hey, fuck that dude. <laughs> Give it up for the you. end! Oh. That has been Spec Script Care Bears by Dean Martin Austin. Everybody give it up for your amazing cast. Mary Jane Friends, Cat Buffy, D. Martin Austin, Miss Mitchell, Dominic Angel. Oh, Heidi Brander, Janae Burris, Olivia Searcy, Ron Lynch, and Andy Iwancio. Give it up and a big
So that has been part one of the Ha Ha Harvest Comedy Festival 2019 cartoon trilogy. That was Care Bears by D. Martin Austin. Thank you. Stay tuned for Pinky and the Brain and good old Thundercats. And remember that SpecScript is in Portland, but we're going to back to Seattle soon. We're going to be in Sacramento. We're going to be in Grass Valley. We're going to be in Phoenix. We're going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. We're going to maybe go to New Hampshire and go to Iowa and go all the way to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Thank you for listening to SpecScript. Come to our next live episode on March 8th as Lee Cox's episode of Boy Meets World gets the Portland treatment, baby. Topanga. Topanga.